0: Yeah. Now I am now. Yeah. 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 I'm recording now. Um. And I'll just
1: call cool. it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh. Oh. There we go. Oh sure. yes. <laughs> anyway. Um. So did you watch it again?
0: Uh. So I've just watched the first hour. Um. Of it. Uh which, yeah, was help was helpful. Uh, it, um, it kind of makes a lot more sense on on a, on a rewatch. Not that it doesn't make any sense before, but the actual story kind of comes through. first yeah. thing the fu- the first time I saw it, I basically didn't really understand what was going
1: on. Um, Did you see it in the cinema the first time you saw it?
0: No, no, I saw it on um. I actually don't remember when it was. It was it was a few years ago. But I, I probably just on my laptop, but the the two stories in it are actually like really symmetrical. Um, rewatching them with like an eye for what's going on. Yeah. Um, and I mean, she they don't they don't give you a lot. She doesn't give you a lot of information, but um. Yeah maybe that's why it helps with a rewatch kind of knowing like broadly what happens but I think it does tell you like it does actually if you're paying attention it does actually tell you what's going on
1: Yeah it kind of um it it tells you everything just it doesn't it doesn't help you out at all. like all of the no. all of the images are there and the, and the, the the plot is there it's just not it's just not explained to you as as it's going along you know I don't, I don't think there are ob- I don't think it's deliberately obscure it's just it doesn't. It yeah, doesn't no, give either you either any way. exposition at all. I no, think it's
0: just a taste, a taste thing. Yeah. But 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 weirdly though, <laughs> I feel like she she is quite an extreme filmmaker. I kind mean, I mean of like prone prone to extremes. Like sometimes there will be just like a huge expositional thing. I can't think exactly in this film, but like there's like a close up in. Um, uh in the doctor's house in, in one of the first scenes where there's like a plaque that says doctor on it. Oh, yeah. Uh and then and then the next scene you see him in like his white coat in a laboratory or whatever. So
1: Yeah, that just in that, that just feels like what, what was the point of that? <laughs> but yeah. what was the point in the plaque? Yeah,
0: just like why why give us that when you're gonna when we're gonna see it in the next scene. It just not right. not that it, that's like a really... Uh, or may,
1: maybe it's deliberate, maybe it's her toying with us in a way, or like... Yeah. I don't know. Like, the film clearly doesn't have any... I'd like to think that she's pointing at the fact that it's unnecessary. I don't know, like, it's mm. kind of... un. It's a film where there's no necessary exposition, but in, in yeah. the the plaque is, like, uh, completely unnecessary, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, no, no, I don't think it's a problem of itself. It just feels... It kind of stands out within the style of the film but maybe maybe that maybe that is the point but then i guess the other thing is the quite heavy sort of flashback scenes which she also uses in um uh high life oh yeah which, which just kind of in uh sort of quite dense blocks of dialogue just basically tell you what's happening um with the one, so yeah, I the guess, trouble every I day, flashbacks to the
1: eight millimeter, or, uh, or like they look like eight millimeter or sixteen. Yeah, millimeter.
0: yeah, they look a bit like grainier yeah. and kind. Oh, of
1: and that was it. Like um, we were speaking about that not long ago, or maybe it yeah. feels like fucking forever ago now. But she uses that in the souvenir. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Name, um, what's her fucking name? Uh, Joanna Hogg. Ah, yeah, Joanna Hog. Cool. yeah, yeah. She
0: she she shifts into Super Eight and like digital and all this shit. Um, but yeah, should should we do like a uh, maybe like an intro to the two to to like uh, to try and join the two films together? Yeah. In its yeah. in its special way. Um, so,
1: uh, oh, from yeah. my from. You good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Sorry, mm. I think. I'm eating a miso soup at the same time because I haven't. No, that's fine. haven't eaten all day. Um, is that
0: like one that you just pour in the hot water?
1: Yeah, but it's the good ones. Yeah, it's it's right. like the yeah, uh, yeah, clear spring. Nah, it's the ones out yeah. of the black packet. Like they they look gross. They come kind of solidified yeah. in a little white plastic tub, but um, yeah, they're, they're fucking amazing. They got totally no, no. You weird. mean
0: they they look really weird? Um, like when you when you just pour the powder in. Yeah, to, the, yeah, yeah. to the cut but then, yeah they do taste really good um, yeah so for from my point of view um, although I don't know don't know about you but um, the the two films are both kind of they're both broadly about tenderness and, and violence and sexual desire is the bridge between those two things um, so in trouble every day. You've got two sets of couples with like an outsider, um, who, within the couples, they can't express love for each other through sexual desire, and that results in the outsider being, uh, violated, a kitten and killed, right? Um, mm-hmm. and and in in necromantic, it's about this couple who have an extreme, uh, dark fetish that they share together, um, and it is a kind of act, it's an act of violence, on, on an inanimate thing, but it's still, like, heavily frowned upon in, in normal society. Yeah, and the whole Um, thing
1: is violent, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, the, the practice is violent, but I guess... The, the sort of the loneliness of it, which I think, having come with trouble every day, is that, I guess what they do is so uh, niche that that once one of them breaks up with the other one, uh, it's really hard for him to to find uh, someone else. I mean I think that's
1: implied. Yeah, and they yeah. both, they both kind of start. Not in the same way, but they the owning images are like lonely people on a country road, and I think that's how. Um, even though oh, there's a couple true. that has a car crash in Necromantic, it it has a similar has a similar feeling to it, you know. In trouble every day, I think doesn't it start with her picking up? Um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It starts with her like um on a, both both not just on a road, but both of them start on the roadside
1: in the country. Uh, yeah
0: yeah outside the city and with he's taking a piss isn't he um the guy in necromantic and in trouble every day uh the woman is like basically flagging down she she she's under the guise of hitchhiking she's looking for someone to uh suck fuck and yeah. eat yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah that, he, that that's a good point actually because I I always see I think about trouble every day as a vampire film which makes it more sexy and less grotesque but actually the yeah I forget that she actually eats I mean I don't know like some people call it see them as cannibals I guess they kind of are but it's the imagery that's used and like even down to gallows you know I don't know, gate and haircut and and his, you know, uh, aura. It's like it implies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it implies uh, Dracula, you know. And they have the whole thing on uh, Notre Dame as well, and it kind of oh yeah feels like at that a bit at the moment. Yeah, where where you watching it?
0: Uh, I just no, I was good at playing on the background of my computer. Ah, okay. well, I'm not. Yeah, I've got, I've got
1: Necromantic
0: on. Oh on yeah, that's kind of perfect. um, yeah, no, definitely. And um, they both
1: have like people in white lab coats, you know. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, it's got it's got
1: like the clinical uh, a bath, of you know, essential bath in blood.
0: Yeah, yeah, but the the imagery of like the white lab coats kind of contrasts with the the carnal passion that you see in both films. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: um, the one but bit but I actually, sorry, the bit that I'm watching it now, like, yeah. and I had yeah. to turn away from it. The rabbit getting its head cut, its head well, that, cut.
0: That's the most gruesome bit, I but think. But, like,
1: why, 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 is that just, like, is that part of the story, or is that, like, a parallel image to the autopsy? Like, is it yeah, more of, I like, an art thing, or is it, like, actually part of the story? No, I don't
0: think it. I don't think it's relating to the story. I think it's maybe just kind of making a point about how uh, the violence that we, inf- the, when, when we inflict it on animals, it's it's kind of n- for natural reasons, and when it's on humans, it's like as uh, like yeah, seen, it,
1: seen as grotesque. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's sort of I guess it's about like double standards, or but 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 also it's interesting that it's it is kind of the most shocking part of the film where, like, someone does, um, you know, like, use eyeball juice from a corpse as lube, and stuff like that, (laughs) um, I think that happens, I I hope I didn't just imagine that,
1: but, um, oh, so apparently, like, that scene is a professional rabbit breeder at work, yeah, no, it
0: looks, it looks kind of documentary, um, the only the only thing I mean, I guess like back in the day, animals would get killed in films all the time. Um, there's another Claire Denis film actually where um, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's about it's about cockfighting, and it's got the same uh, actor, the Doctor, in um, who's in trouble every day.
1: Oh yeah, uh, what's that?
0: At, yeah, um, I can't remember what the film's called now. But anyway... Oh, it's called No Fear, No Die. But oh, yeah. anyway, there's some very like documentary-style footage of um, chickens, like... Uh, well, cockerels, whatever, fighting and to the death. Uh, and at the end, it says no animals were harmed in the making of this film, which I assume was a joke, because you do see kind of, like... They've got, like, spurs on their foots, and they're kind of hacking each other to pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently it was all, like, uh, done... in in camera and it was all it was all fake but i don't know how um Mm. but yeah but anyway no i mean i think before that like animals getting killed in films was fairly standard yeah Uh, but but particularly this is particularly brutal because of the way it's the way it's done
1: yeah um so is it there's it's super eight right yeah, I think so. It look.
0: It looks. Like I. I think. I thought it was. Um. I couldn't get any info on that, but yeah, it looks like it's. It's. Um. Yeah. I unless th- it's like a. Unless it's like a really. <coughs> um. Rough sixteen millimeter. Uh, restoration or something. Um. I'm just checking. Yeah. yeah no, it looks it's
1: super. Eight, it's super. Eight. Yeah.
0: It look and it has the feeling. I think the way it has the feeling of a home movie kind of, um, creates, like, a certain amount of intimacy in the story, which, if you made it today, it was, like, a DSLR or something, just wouldn't, it wouldn't work.
1: Yeah, I know, it'd have to be with, like, a mini DV camera or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it it needs a certain amount of, like, um, closeness to the character and stuff, um for for it not to just be like pure exploitation which i think some people would say it is but i don't i don't think so
1: no i um, mean there's it's it's clearly like whether you like it or not it's it's got a point you know it's mm. i mean what year is this 1987 like it's it's crazy actually because it feels like a 60s movie because of the yeah it, really it does but um I mean, it's got. Th- there's that scene where there's um, like a slasher film within a film. Well, I mean, it's like th- there's a oh slasher yeah, movie yeah. that we that we watch in the movie. You know, um, yeah. And so I mean, right? Like without even needing to explain it, it's it's uh, rather obvious. Like what, or that he's getting at something there, whether you know, um, whether it's subtle or not, which it clearly isn't. But uh,
0: no, but it's sort of i guess a little bit like the um maybe a little bit like the rabbit footage it's kind of about double standards and like what is acceptable in um in art or or pornography versus what's taboo and uh and not acceptable and and maybe it's a reflection on his own film kind of treading that line as well um but I think it's interesting the way, like in the audience, it's not. It definitely mirrors a bit the taxi driver cinema scene when when he takes Sybil Shepherd on the date. Yeah. Uh, and then and then when he goes alone afterwards, or maybe it's before. But I think interestingly in the in the necromantic scene, it's not just like it's not just like freaks and kind of weirdos watching the the porn film. It's more there's like a guy taking notes, like a kind of
1: uh yeah but they're kind of
0: intellectual looking guy yeah Um, and they're
1: completely kind of disinterested and desensitized to it There, are like people making out and stuff so it's kind of like this either completely disinterested or the intellectualization of the violence you know it's not both 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 sets of of audience members are 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 desensitized to a degree
0: yeah yeah and and it's not it's not kind of like uh yeah, it's not lusty and kind of is it's a weird it's a weirdly unsleazy scene in in quite a sleazy film, um, but it, it kind of just brings the attention on his on his loneliness in that. I mean, I guess it's also because the porn isn't extreme enough for him to be uh, to be getting off on, but but it's also the fact that he's alone in the cinema uh, on. On a Saturday night, we've all we've all been there. But mm-hmm. um, too, too I think there's a there's a particular there's a particular feeling of like <laughs> being with within yourself um, in the in that sort of setting, which I think that scene uh, that that scene captures it quite well. It's quite interesting. They both they both start on on the roadside. There's like limbo that the characters are in, sort of like spiritually and and romantically yeah and it's 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 the opening images set that up quite quite well
1: yeah and it's also a reference to the slasher movies of the 80s in which and 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 later but obviously uh he wouldn't have known that the trend would continue the um of cut of of horror movies starting with couples in cars that uh Mm -hmm. either get killed or something something happens to them you know um
0: yeah yeah true because yeah the the, yeah the the car the the passenger be or like the or the, or even just like the the kind of trope of the hitchhiker being this person who's in who's in danger um yeah but in, but interestingly they both kind of they both kind of subvert that because in both cases it it is the hitchhiker uh who is the um the the menace or not not the menace but like the person who's yeah the perpetrator yeah gonna be doing shit yeah um more more literally i guess in the case of trouble every day where she actually kills like the trucker um but in i guess in um in necromantic it it takes you a little while to get going. It takes a little while to get going with, like, what he's doing, right? Or is it, or am I yeah, remembering because it?
1: Well, it, it's it's actually quite hard to tell. So the couple crash, and then they go to the title card, and then you see all these... Or they see the bodies all fucked up and, like, pieces of eyes missing and stuff. And then the people in the white lab coat show up and... Um, uh, and they're in the back of the car. They're all yawning and disinterested. And then, yeah, th- they um pick up the bodies.
0: Oh yeah, and there's a bit where he is like staring Be- an eye at the heart or the eyeball or something. It's like
1: yeah. Afterwards, he take he takes things. Oh yeah, he arrives home and then he starts putting stuff in uh, formaldehyde and jars. That's it. Yeah. And she's yeah. No, in the bath of <laughs> blood.
0: It's a bit of like uh, he's kind of got like the dream job for a, for a necrophile. Yeah, um, the big but yeah. But I mean, why else would you want to work uh, in? What 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 exactly is his job? He he responds. I think it's to I think
1: accidents. it's a made up job. I think that right. some people have a car crash and then uh, four or five men in lab suits show up to take the bodies away. <laughs> I mean, I, it may, maybe it's like supposed to be an ambulance or something, but they don't. Yeah, look, I mean, yeah.
0: um, but I think um, there is some sort of job like that, um, or at least uh Kate, who who can't be with us, said that um. For for train suicides, uh, there's a company called Dignity who like respond who like. <laughs> yeah. Who responds to the that? Ac- who like basically come and clear up the accident? Um,
1: so in, she in, she was in, in this country.
0: Yeah, yeah. She said she was on a train once, and, and they said, "Oh, I have no, that happened." So the train conductor was like, "Oh, there's um, there's been a person under the train, and we're just waiting for dignity to come and like sort it out." I don't believe that. No. I think.
1: <laughs> are you b- are you being for real? I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm just repeating Is that what an she
0: anecdote. said. Yeah, yeah, she says that they said dignity are coming to sort it out or something.
1: Um, yeah, well, I don't. I'm, and and you, she implied or you implied that dignity was a company.
0: Well, rather than like he's talking about the concept?
1: Yeah, I think he was trying mm. to be mayb- trying to be funny. Maybe I don't
0: know. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> he was maybe trying to be a bit poetic,
1: but. Um, because I'm googling it right now and I can't. Yeah, dignity oh like no, accident. Di- dignity funerals. No, 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 that's not it. Uh-huh. Um I mean anyway. it's a good name for I'll it. I'll There's also it.
0: Dignitas, obviously. Yeah. It's slightly different. But um Yeah, no, there's not there's not a lot of dignity in either of these two two films really, but
1: No, um, but you know like Trouble Every Day is, is I mean obvious the differences are obvious but Trouble Every Day is it's still very tender and it's still mm. um it's got that um Denny poetry to it, you know? Um mm, mm. It, it 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 um it kind of makes the violence f- obviously feel a lot more violent and the the the, the um The, sorry,
0: no, no, I, 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 no, I get that. I think like that's kind of what I meant when she's sort of a filmmaker of, of extremes, where it's like, um, it goes beto- the, and it brings out like the the sensitivity, just like the couples are looking at each other or touching each other, or in the case of Vincent Gallo's character, he can't touch, um, his wife, uh, for too long, um, and then the sort of moments of brutal violence, they do, um. Kind of, uh, enhance kind of enhance each other in a way. Um, but also, it is in like it's in the content, but it's also sort of in, in the form of it. Like the f- the first half of Trouble Every Day, although it feels really slow, actually like a lot of stuff happens, but she just kind of basically skips out all the, dr- the dramatic stuff. Um, yeah, like. like I think two or th- two people die. Um, the guy has to, but then all we see is uh, the the doctor having to clean it up afterwards. So you don't actually see them being killed.
1: Um, yeah, she kind of saves it all for the climax where he uh, m- like eats the girl in the locker room. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. So that those those like kind of in four man content that that feels like the extremes. Like the first half is just this this kind of like moody sort of setup where we only we only see the kind of private sort of personal feelings of these characters in this situation and then in the second half, or maybe it's not even a half, maybe it's a bit shorter than that you're put in like the really grizzly violent um, re- like uh, those sorts of Scenes which just go on for ages, and they kind of give you all of the gore and and violence that have been mostly absent from the first half.
1: Yeah, and possibly expected, considering. I don't even know if uh, new French extremity was a thing when this when this movie came out, or if mm. it was like one of the first. Films, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it's interesting to, to think about what an audience might have been expecting uh, from it regarding violence. You know, I don't know what. Yeah,
0: it, yeah. I mean, yeah. it is like it is obviously incredibly violent in its way. It's kind of like emotionally violent as well, I guess, because of like the pressures and um, the it's it's so kind of intense. Like how how much the these guys kind of pin on their in in their relationships like how much pressure is on them um yeah and and the way the way she shoots it as well is just like yeah you 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 kind of really feel like you're in there in the if not in their heads then in like the the really intense situations that they're in just like on the kind of in kind of quite a mundane way um yeah but um yeah no and then thingy um but, but yeah the other the other thing was like like I think you were saying the 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 both films have bath scenes like um where the woman like the the woman is is in in the bath and the man is like doing something else but um just watching back that scene that romantic. In the context of trouble every day, like it's not, it's not that it's not that different. Like it has a similar kind of, the point is sort of like establishing the intimacy of of this couple, and even even though the the the, the blood is uh, the the bath is is uh, covered in, in blood, um, you. Uh, it, yeah, it, watching it back, it doesn't feel like it's meant to be... It doesn't really... F- it feels, like, surprisingly not very ominous. Like, it just feels like a couple who are spending an evening together.
1: Yeah, at first, I, w- I, was, I wasn't sure if it was just dirty bathwater or if it was... blood. And I think she's even got goggles on and she's, you know... Um, yeah, it's it's definitely... I no, mean, she does. Like, she's
0: wearing, like, sunglasses. No, oh, sun- oh yeah, got, sunglasses. Yeah, she's wearing sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of like... It's kind of, like,
1: quite low-key. And at the same time, uh, he's watching <laughs> the TV, uh... uh and it's, a, a like, a science show about, um... Animals or something?
0: Yeah. No... Or therapy. Yeah, therapy. It, is, it is, Yeah, yeah. It's like he's watching some documentary or something. Uh... Also worth noting that maybe in a slightly, uh... uh O- obvious imagery that their, their bed frame is made out of barbed wire. Yeah, yeah, that I was um, just about to know. That. Yeah, uh, which is actually kind of hit Like again, it could be like kind of a hipster uh, uh, trait, but with them, with them, you feel like they've genuinely just like made some, some barbed wire into a bed frame.
1: Yeah, and it kind of uh, signifies the um, or symbolizes the the prison like nature of their fetish
0: yeah yeah and like the ru- and like the roughness of it and the uh, the way yeah they are kind of uh, kind of like penned in um, yeah no I mean what would what you think of the actual uh, like the way the necrophilia
1: scene was done always well, a couple of them but like the main one was done where she puts, she, they, um... I, it's strange, you know, it's like, uh... I liked the the preparation of it, like, I liked the, um... The kind of
0: ritual feeling of it.
1: Yeah, exactly, like, uh, this kind of foreplay and where they're cutting the pipe, uh, dick off, you know, like, they're yeah. cutting a piece of pipe and then she puts a condom on, on the pipe and, like, um... Yeah, I liked it, and then it kind of becomes this, visually, it, g- it becomes this like, f- f- um, I can't think what effect, it's like a, a, a m- not a motion blur, it's like a ghosting of the frames, you know? And it Yeah, there's like a haziness kind yeah, of Yeah, and it kind of, it almost, it kind of makes it out, sorry, there's a, yeah, delay, but. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. It kind of, g- obviously gives this sense of, um, oh God, she just sucked an eyeball into her mouth. Um. Yeah. She uh it, it gives this sense <laughs> of like Oh, you're watching, yeah. almost um not I don't want to say like I get it but like uh it it, it gives <laughs> it, it gives a yeah. <laughs> it sense It's very it's persuasive. Yeah, it's persu- no it it, it it has this uh dreaminess to it that almost yeah. almost makes you know, makes uh not makes it seem normal but it kind of uh yeah, it's hard to it's hard to explain I guess but it it yeah,
0: no, no, I agree. It kind of, it is basically just shot, sort of like quite a a standard, almost like a sort of ninety, eighties or nineties Hollywood style erotic scene. Yeah. Um, but just what makes it interesting is the 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 way that the taboo is just not, uh, it's just not really accounted for. It's just like it's just completely, uh, part of the picture and sort of er- just. It's just a, not a relevant, I can't think of the word right now, but it's just, like, part of it. It's not the point of it.
1: Yeah, it, it reminds me of, uh, even though it's it's wildly different, it reminds me of uh, the sex scene in Don't Look Now. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of has this normalcy to it, you know, and it's not... not That's true. The, the scenes are different and they have, uh, they use different techniques and Don't Look Now kind of, it cuts between... Um, it cuts between what uh, the 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 images of them getting dressed afterwards, and so but it kind of it it's like hypersensual because of that, you know, and uh, and it's it's but it's quite bizarre as well, and I think this this has like a bizarre element to it. Like there's a freeze yeah. frame, there's like all of these close ups of um of actually them making out, you know, and like the last image actually of the scene is uh. Her or him is like a hand clasping onto a, a thigh, and so it's like the scene actually in the end goes back to human interaction, and and then it cuts to her or him fi- uh, like slapping down a steak in a yeah yeah. It just pie. shows the
0: post like the postcoital uh, meal
1: meal yeah.
0: Wh- which even though it's the the steak is kind of bloody and gross, it's still quite a kind of natural, normal thing to do after having sex with a course. Yeah, it's like um, slapping
1: down a dead piece of meat that you're about yeah. to eat is normal but doing <laughs> it to. I think uh, uh, um,
0: w- when yeah. I watched it with uh with Caitlin she w- she was more disgusted by like the, the meat. The fat the fat piece of steak that they eat afterwards than than the the eyeball dead eyeball looking. But um Oh God. Yeah. But no no I think the Donok Now sex scene is kind of a interesting comparison in the way like they both have the reason maybe they feel similar is they both have like foreign I don't want to say foreign objects because that sounds unnecessarily sexual but they both have like stuff put in them that comes outside of of sex so with in don't like now it's cutting um the sex then them just with what they're doing afterwards um and in necromantic it's the uh the, the corpse that they're uh, role-playing with but but um but in both in both cases there's something that is kind of like intervening in in the in the sex and making it kind of by making it feel strange they make it feel more normal maybe
1: yeah totally yeah it's kind of like it it breaks the um it's strange because like Look now is a not necessarily a hollywood movie but it's a commercial movie that that breaks commercial standards of a sex scene whereas um necromantic is the opposite it uses uh hollywood and commercial standards for um sex scenes in a, in a to to subvert them you know yeah
0: yeah and i think like i mean Hollywood sex scenes are kind. Of, I think don't look now. From what I remember, like that scene generates like actual passion, and then most of the Hollywood sex scenes after it, whether they were inspired by it or not, kind of like parody passion. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Know, I don't know if that's intentional or not, but um, but yeah. I mean, the 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 sex scenes in trouble every day not not the um not the murderous ones uh, are kind of remarkably quite restrained um in comparison because i guess it's about not being able to to do it uh and it's that's the sort of the tension is is the it's not indulgence it's like the restraint and not being able to touch the person who you who you want to touch and and, like, love the person you want to love and stuff.
1: Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I'm watching it now. No, I agree, mm, I agree. Mm. Um, is there... Are there any actual sex scenes where there aren't...
0: No, that's what I mean. I don't think there is. So there's the there's one... There's just,
1: like, tension scenes.
0: Yeah, at, at the beginning... I mean, it's sort of, like... It's about the kind of inability to, to, have, to have, like... Sex really like, um, there's the one where the doctor is kissing him and, um, oh, yeah, that's it. his girlfriend, and, and she keeps biting him, and he like throws her back down on the bed, yeah. Uh, and then there's obviously the I'm not sure if it's as infamous as his brown bunny scene, but there's the
1: Vincent Gallo masturbation scene, oh, yeah. Uh, and he's just thinking so about, uh, I mean, you, I think we're <laughs> kind of assuming, I don't think you see any images. But we're assuming that he's thinking about... Select- I thought you were about to say, we're assuming he's actually masturbating. No, no, no. He <laughs> <No, laughs> probably is, but no. I'm yeah. assuming he's thinking about uh, not human sex, like he's thinking about eating someone's face, probably.
0: Yeah, probably. But I guess it's just because of the uh, the virus, if you will, that's inside him. He can't risk uh, having sex with his... Like, actually having sex with his...
1: Uh, partner, yeah,
0: because uh, he's afraid that he's gonna eat her, yeah. um, or whatever. It but but yeah, but there's, but there's a lot of kind of there's a scene where she's um. That there are a lot there are moments like the scene where sh- the scene where she's in the bath, he comes in and kind of looks at her.
1: Yeah, that's the scene um, after the masturbation scene. and He takes his pill and then he goes and kisses her in the bath.
0: No, I think the I, is there is, I thought the masturbation scene. Yeah, th- there's an, I think it's an earlier bath scene. Right. Um but he does take the pill. Maybe I I'm, might I'm be mixing up. But I don't think he, he... doesn't masturbate when she's in the bath, obviously, because then... Because he, he does it in the sink.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. No, 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 yeah. There's, there's a... Uh, um, it's when he's on his stomach no. and he's trying to jerk off and then he takes his pill. Oh, you're then right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. But
0: isn't that... But there's there, I'm, I'm right in thinking there's a scene... This could very well be another Vincent Gallo film. Tangled scene, masturbation. But so. He, ma- he masturbates... Yeah. He masturbates. I keep saying masturbate. He masturbates in he, ma- he, ma- uh, he masturbates in the sink,
1: in the yeah bathroom yeah of sink. course I I remember actually, yeah. I forgot that yeah. yeah okay
0: no but you're right there's one where he's on
1: oh and she's like banging at the door being like st- stop stop mm. or like I mm. don't know she's I don't know but what no you're she's right saying, there's
0: but. there's the one where he's like lying on his front on the on the bed while she's in the bath yeah but um but then just after the, she gets out of the bath and they kind of like they fool around a little bit and then he's just like. You know, oh yeah it goes from the extremes of kind of not being able to to do it to then uh eating somebody
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um literal con- consummation of of passion yeah and so she's oh she's dead right yeah who's that he, she, is she does he does he uh uh I was trying does he fuck her when she's dead or when she's not where she like went? Do you know what I mean? Her gal? Yeah, yeah. In, in the no, no, room. no.
0: Just just the um the no, I'm saying just it's a shame. no the uh what's she called? The the woman who works in the hotel.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. But yeah. like, is she is she uh, she's dead at the point he fucks her or not? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it kind of happens. He kind of like. I'm gonna find out. wait Yeah. Because she starts like, yeah, because he starts, it's a he starts area. it, and then, <laughs> oh, that's it, and then he's, st- oh, that's pretty dark, and then, <laughs> oh, yeah, because he he like, goes down on her for lack of a, right, verb, right. and then, and, and I think that it starts getting a bit whack, and then, oh, yeah, and then it cuts to like this medium from, and you can only see the top half of her body. Uh, and she's clearly dead, and he's right. gyrating, or like, and then he drags <laughs> the body away. Yeah, and so
0: similarly, in um, with the woman, um, the guy, the 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 boy next door is uh, very quick. She 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 very quickly takes care of him.
1: Oh yeah, when um, is, is he
0: from next door? Yeah, so he's like a kid who lives next door, who's like watching watching her.
1: And he they're like two that. friends. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, but only one of them. I think one of them chickens out, and then the other one goes inside, and
1: and they well, that's s- cool. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, I think that's what happens. Um, yeah, and strangely, actually, so
1: uh, it's um, talking about like uh, romantic, because basically in in necromantic, there the 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 violence and the gore is part of the um the sex for them right and but but i guess in in trouble in every day they're kind of like is i'm what i'm trying to work out is like is the violence part of the sexual act uh in trouble every day or is it kind of something that's separate do you know what i mean
0: yeah um yeah i'd I'd say is yeah it's, it's kind of like it's a kind of a philosophical question I guess because they 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 don't want they don't want to admit it but that is what what happens when they do whereas a necromantic like they are they are fully uh they're fully embracing it that the violence is uh, synonymous with them having sex.
1: Yeah, um, I'm actually just I was gonna tie in um, visit a queue with that because there's the scene where he uh, he fucks a dead body in the True. greenhouse, um, yeah. and it's totally not um, it's not central at all. But they also there's also a scene in the second half. Uh, that takes place like in a country, le and a country road down the side of a ba- down the side of a grassy knoll, if, if it as, as it were.
0: Uh, she she's she's the corpse in the in the greenhouse.
1: Yeah. After the greenhouse is him in the bath with her. So there's something about like country lanes and baths. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That that, that create this uh,
1: psychosexual this tension.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like. Tab- taboo and and love.
1: Oh God! Yeah, or, and the way that film ends with.
0: Or eroticism.
1: Oh yeah, the the two people drinking milk from the woman. Espresses.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like drinking it straight from her. Um. Actually, the, the one, the one scene that I forgot about in um, in Trouble Every Day, where there is the kind of, uh, the kind of reconciliation is when the two, the two characters who have kind of uh the virus um vincent gallo's character and uh and the woman i'm going to actually just gonna look up what she's called uh i think is it is it beatrice dow yeah yes yeah yeah, yeah. uh where they meet he goes round to the house and finds her there and they kind of there's um, that
1: crazy fire scene
0: yeah yeah but that that's kind of because they are both they're the only two in their kind of relationships they're the two who are infected they have this sort of scene which i wouldn't say it's like i wouldn't say it's at all like mm, it's got moments of tenderness but it is quite like uh, aggressive um but that's kind of the, the only moment in the film i guess where the two uh characters are kind of on the same page yeah I mean, when do- it comes to like to sex
1: but do they one thing that I never actually got from the plot was do they know each other or like
0: Yeah, yeah, he know he knows her, um because he she worked. comes down the stairs
1: covered in blood.
0: Yeah, he he worked with the doctor when he was in Paris. Yeah. And that's I don't remember entirely, but that's like when the kind of infection started and and, and it was it was him and her who
1: got it and it's like um, that that scene is like a battle for it's almost like they could destroy each other and it's only one of them can survive you know and it's yeah. like it's it's kind of yeah. like in a without being too like wishy-washy fucking symbolic speak like you know he is um control or like order in a way and she is just pure chaos because she she doesn't control. She doesn't even try and control her yeah, thing. Yeah, and you know, I guess and, it's, in the end, yeah, like, control wins in a in a way.
0: Well, I think also because she she has been controlled the whole time. She only really knows uh, how to be through the doctor, basically like locking her inside and then and then tidying up after her when she escapes. Yeah. Uh, whereas Vincent Gallo's character does have uh, a kind of on the surface like a normal a normal life, even though he's afflicted with the same the same problems, like the same he's got the same. I mean, we see it even even more brutally. He's got the same destruction inside of him.
1: Yeah, exa- exactly. So it's almost it's it's kind of like a false. Um it's it almost feels like a false ending because it, you you could finish the film there and and go oh okay um at in in fact at 1 hour 11 minutes which is the same length as uh, necromancer oh yeah. um you could finish it and there and say okay well order triumphs over chaos you know but then he he actually <laughs> just goes and proves proves that wrong uh, in in what he does with the um the housekeeping yeah. lady you know
0: I guess you could read that as being like order is only, uh like, uh, not not that it's artificial, but it's, but it only it's exists. Yeah, and it only exists as long as destruction is is suppressed. Um, and actually, yeah. So after after that scene where she dies, he then tries to have sex. And then um, he goes and jerks off. Yeah. With, yeah, with, with his wife, but again, there's still like he's not able he's not he doesn't feel like he can do it yeah um no i mean it's uh what what can you say it's it's painful um <laughs> but um yeah no i don't know i feel like in a way the 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 style of of both films is quite contrary to what to what you'd expect given Given
1: what they're about. Yeah, I mean there's there's like what year is Trouble Every Day, two thousand and one? There's like Yeah, I think so. Fourteen years between them or fifteen years. Yeah. Um Yeah. I mean style wise it's uh, it's a tough uh they're they're totally um different.
0: Yeah, but they, but I mean, yeah, they're, de- they're definitely they're definitely like uh, they they got different uh, they they've got different styles, but they neither of them are kind of um, given the sort of the violence and the gore at the center of them. Neither of them, neither of them, really re- reflect that in their styles. I don't think, like, or at least. I feel like um, Necromantic has this quite personal, uh, quite sort of intimate feeling to it with the way it portrays the the main character and his uh, and his loneliness, um, and then Trouble Every Day. I guess it's just Claire Denis always always does stuff in a in a kind of different and unusual way, but. Yeah, it feel, it feel it, it's quite like a soulful film given
1: that it's about such kind of repressed people uh, trouble every day yeah 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 because it's the same it's Goddard isn't it um Agnes Goddard that uh, yes uh, shot that and it, it's definitely yeah. it's like very similar to um, both it's strange because um yeah, it is, yeah. what was the movie, what was the like take on a rom com that we saw together? Her latest Uh Let the Sunshine. Let in. the Sunshine. Yeah that I don't I, that's like it was shot very differently and has a very different um style to all it's of the digital, movies. All, right? Yeah, but it's also yeah. like just just in terms of the um the the shot choices and stuff, it doesn't have like this sensuous thing to it you know no i know i know what
0: you mean yeah it's more like it's kind of more and it it was and a bit weird
1: yeah and it was um it kind of feels almost like a sitcom in a weird way it's just like these scenes of her or like scenes from a sitcom like scenes of her going on these different dates you know yeah and but that was also agnes goddard did uh Did shoot that as well. Um, Yeah,
0: and and there's another one, um, which is uh, story wise is more in this territory called bastards. Oh yeah. Uh, but but I'd say it's shot. It's shot quite a lot more like um. Like let the sun shine. I think it's the film she made maybe before that or or one before that. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's digital and it's kind of like, it's a lot of kind of like, it feels like a lot of kind of reverse shot coverage as well but but mm-hmm. she sort of messes with it because she like goes over like the crosses the line and stuff um but yeah it just feels whereas with this
1: well it's the same actor as our a- alex Desca or whatever you know? yeah
0: yeah he, he's in like
1: a bunch of seven yeah, that's hit her yeah seven a nine. lot
0: of her stuff but what i like um how kind of I don't know, I guess this is sort of, like, a mid-period film for her, but her earlier stuff, it does have this quite nice, like, mixture of stuff that feels very, like, kind of elegantly composed, like, kind of quite wide, uh, sort of static stuff. But then, like, really, like, really extreme handheld Mm. close-ups, which... uh, I think creates this kind of nice layering in the
1: in the story and in, in the film. Um, yeah, we've spoken before about how actually, like, you know, I feel like her move, she, her, her shooting style is quite naive and not in a masterless or like not in a um, in a fumbly way. It, mm. it just kind of every every movie she makes kind of feels like we uh, we said about high life that like she yeah. she she experiments and she tries um she tries completely different things every time she kind of takes yeah. risks visually you know um and obviously what? from a story perspective she does as well but
0: yeah no definitely no what what I feel like I kind of thought I had I've had it before about watching some of her earlier stuff like the um the No Fear, No Die the Cockfighting film and a couple others, and, and Trouble Every Day is, she sort of feels a bit like uh and I mean this in like the best possible way, she feels like someone who's shooting uh an EPK on like a really big budget uh conventional film set and has just like shot the film exactly the way that she sees it um rather rather than like the way that the 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 film is supposed to be made um and and I feel like this might be a step too far but uh, uh EPK means um uh I think it stands for electronic press kit but it means yeah. like it's like behind yeah behind the scenes shit um and I feel like maybe that ties into the fact that she has been uh uh, an assistant director to, um, like Vim Venders, uh, Jim Jarmusch, and um, Tarkovsky. Denis has. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was uh, oh, like. Shit. I think she's the, f- the first AD to them. Yeah, and and Tarkovsky. obviously. Tarkovsky. Yeah, yeah, on on. Um, I think it's on Sacrifice. Um, and obviously, like none of those are. Not saying those are con- conventional directors, but I just mean like she must have been. Uh I feel like on those kind of film sets, she was watching it unfold and kind of thinking about the way that she would do it yeah and and her films to me really do feel like personal and sort of like to that extent where it's just someone who has all of this stuff set up for a kind of for someone else's film, and then it's just like grabbed a camera and then gone around. Like just doing it, how how however she would do
1: it. Yeah. Oh fuck! So she was. She was second unit. She was first AD on Wings of Desire, Down by Law, Paris, Texas. Um. Yeah, I can't see the fucking. So I think it's Sacrifice, or I is it Nostalgia? Hmm. It's not there, but I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, so no, she's mean, got why uh, would she have it on her IMDb? But still,
0: she's got skill in the game.
1: That's um, fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, she was a casting director on the sac- on the sacrifice.
0: Oh right, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Wow. Well, um. But yeah. Who, who needs film school? Yeah, when you when you're <laughs> mates with Vimbays. Um. Yeah. Di- oh wait, didn't she go to Femi? No.
0: Oh, uh, maybe she did, actually. I'm not sure. I, d- I don't... Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me, but I'll, I'll sure. check. Yeah. But... Um, I'm not actually sure what she, she did. What, what else have um, you been
1: watching during uh, lockdown?
0: Quarantine season. Um, I know oh no, she uh, went
1: to... Sorry, to, she went to the Institute yeah. for Advanced cinema, Cinematographic Studies. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Um, I watched... I've been watching a bit of Cronenberg uh, stuff, which maybe we'll, we'll oh, cover yeah. on another but that 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 feels kind of relevant uh, quite relevant to quarantine yeah what have you been watching um, uh i've watched uh, crash oh, which yeah.
1: um also yeah that uh, has a car crash on the side of a road on a grassy knoll yeah yeah
0: well it's got it's got a few but that the yeah. the, the, the the grassy knoll is there yeah the the main one i guess um yeah not true. um and it's also about a kind of destructive uh failure for to be intimate or, or intimate through destruction or something but yeah um, but yeah that feels like quite a good quarantine watch um, just because like everyone is so, so d- detached and and distant from each other yeah um, but uh, and also your body is just like this this piece of Meat. equipment that yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just lug it around uh with the uh, ultimate desire for it to be destroyed. Yeah. Um and uh, on the weekend uh, I watched Firewalk with me which I hadn't seen before. Oh yeah good um, good show. Yeah. Which again is another kind of uh, pro- appropriate one I guess but um yeah I I I I really I really liked it, especially kind of on, on reflection of the way how it relates to the, the series and stuff.
1: Um because have you seen uh, uh, the new Twin Peaks?
0: No, no. So I watched it kind of in in anticipation, because I think oh, right. um, I think David Lynch or someone said um, you you have to watch it before watching the return or something like that.
1: Um, what What about you? Um, I watched uh, the Japanese Ring yesterday uh, oh, for okay. the first time. I haven't seen that. It's on movie at the moment. Um, yeah, I was actually thinking, like, the. I was thinking about, like, cyber horror movies and, like, um. Oh, The Servant is on, uh, movies. Yeah, Day.
0: yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that actually. It's a jo- they're doing a Joseph Lotus oh, season, yeah. which
1: would be quite. Um, I think hmm. it'd be pretty really good. Um. Fucking. Oh, yeah, they're really, like, talking about, um, thinking about cyber. Cause me and you've kind of been trying to write something, um, that incorporates uh, s- s- like contemporary social media culture mm-hmm. elements, but like how there hasn't really been a good cy like cyber horror film because The Ring is is have you seen the American The Ring? Cause ba- it's almost no, no, a shot for shot. No, no, I haven't seen either. Oh, you, you should watch mm. it because I mean the American one's worth a watch. It's really good. Um, yeah, and it's fucking scary and it's almost shot it's shot for shot. Not everything, but it's, it's very close. And um, mm-hmm. it's it's you know what it's about, right? Um, no, it's, it's about like mm. a videotape that starts go that's being passed around uh, that shows up on like this random TV channel. That you know, someone recorded this random TV channel feed, and uh, after you watch the tape, you get a phone call that says you're going to die in seven days. And sure enough, everyone that watches right. the tape gets murdered by some unseen force in seven days. Um, and it's about a journalist um, who uh, watches the tape for research, and then is kind of investigating the story. But also, it, it she only has seven days to live. If we're gonna believe the the mm-hmm. folklore, you know.
0: It's, it sounds very J horror.
1: Yeah, I mean, it kind of defined that um, that era or that over of, of, of yeah. film. But like, I was just thinking that. <laughs> like uh, even though vhs is digital it's like analog analog technology just going off of videodrome and cronenberg as well it's like analog Mm. technology is so much scarier and has so much more scope to be terrifying in a yeah no I, i agree setting you know it's like I, I'm I'm kind of waiting, like as a writer as well. I'm kind of racking my brains of like how, what would have the formulation or setup or be f- to to actually make the digital world, like the you know contemporary digital technology, scary? Because it's it's been done, it's been done a few times now. It just it, nothing that I've seen has kind of hit the mark.
0: But I I think it's because like the internet and digital technology itself is so like uh banal that right it's whereas with with analogue technology there's possibilities for like glitches and kind of um imperfections and and like holes that can can create this kind of uh like terror or fear or whatever. But in digital everything is so kind of monotonous and just perfect and the or same. maybe
1: that is the yeah yeah i think it probably it probably would be
0: but maybe we're not deep enough in it yet to know how like fucked we are and how um uh, debilitating it'll be but and i guess the horrors
1: always have to take place in the physical world in the end because the horror is about human it's
0: about that being taken
1: away yeah exactly yeah yeah. i think
0: it's about like it's about these kind of like kind of invisible concepts as well like time like how much how algorithms uh conspire to sort of like take, steal time, or your time away from you, but, yeah. um, but look, that, that made me think of, um, another J-horror, um, Pulse,
1: but uh, Kiyoshi oh, yeah. Kurosawa. Yeah, Have that's you, a you weird, that's a weird film.
0: Yeah, it's weird, but I think it's sort of, like, early internet suspicions and, uh, the, the, the premise is that people, um, are getting... Uh, turned into into ghosts by by the internet, right. right? And they and they haunt and they haunt living people, and yeah. then turn them into ghosts. Uh, but I guess and and it's like the idea is it kind of works in in on its own terms, but it doesn't really. That sort of extreme, uh, anxiety doesn't really reflect the experience of of of, of, of being on the internet or the reality of what the internet does to you like there's a sort of naive paranoia about it but it doesn't really it's not to me it's not really true to like the actual pitfalls of of the internet and and how it's turned out
1: yeah it's kind of like um there was a, a a a swathe of um surveillance horror films or like um uh um surveillance society films you know um and that kind of used CCTV as a um, as a central element um, in the early two thousands and late nineties, but it's kind of like the those films um, always bring the the horror back into the um, the real world, you know. Um, mm. And it's it's we haven't yet made that that jump. Uh, in in kind of creative thinking or like abstract thinking to to understand what the horrors of the non-physical um n- na- world of the internet are you know it's like mm. how how can something that's not in the physical world be horrifying you know
0: yeah maybe on that note we should go back to our horrifying physical world.